Hi, my beautiful people. This is Bimi Shavery, and I am here with your daily devotion. O M G. Okay. Um, I want to first start by saying thank you guys so much for all of your love. Thank you so much for all of your feedback, all of your support, all of your emails, your messages, your DMs. I have been receiving them. Um, I know that I have not recorded an episode. And I'm guessing, let's see, I have to look at the last one released because it isn't actually the last one recorded, but it is the last one released and it was on October. Um, it was actually Wednesday, so that's good. And and that was actually recorded um, pre my move, right? Um, so and then before that, it was October 16th. So I've, I've been very consistent. I'm very proud of myself for that. But I have not released anything since last Wednesday. But um, I feel like it feels like forever for me because I haven't recorded. I haven't been able to sit and actually record. But I was very intentional about making sure that I did pre-record um, to release an episode for you guys so that I wouldn't have that big gap in between during the duration of my move and getting settled in um, into my new place in my new city. And I am recording this episode as we speak. Um, I have I'm going up on almost not quite a week yet, but I've been here since I've actually got my keys to our new home on Friday, last Friday. And so I have been really in the gulf of the move, the uh, prepping, the, pa- the the packing, the booking of the movers, the delegation of everything, juggling work, juggling, making sure that I'm getting the services turned on and switched over and turned off and making sure that I'm I'm leaving the place I'm moving from and in good standing, cleaning it on on the way to, you know, just a lot of different changes and shifts while trying to get acclimated to my new um, home, which I uh, my fiance is not even here. He won't be here until uh, March, April of 2024. So I have a lot of time to kind of get everything, you know, um, but I've actually I'm so proud of myself, which is a is a testimony in itself, because even when I moved to our apartment the last time um, for last year, which I would have made a year Saturday, the day I moved out was the day I made a year. Um, I didn't put any decorations up. I hadn't decorated. It took me months to clean, to really get things uh, organized. I, I cleaned it, of course, but it wasn't, I still had clothes and tubs. I still had things I hadn't unpacked even up until my move. So um, when I think about how fast I have unpacked things here, and how homely it already feels and how exciting it is for me to have a vision for what I'm wanting it to look like and how um, my partner and I are wanting things to feel. I know that that's a testament of God. I moved exactly when, when I was supposed to. 
I was obedient to the nudge and I have arrived at a place where I know is home and it is in a new city, which is big and different for me because I never envisioned moving into a in-house. That wasn't something I wanted. I always knew for me, a home is about family. Um, It is about building. It is about foundation is about I felt like moving into a house mean that you move into a home and you're getting ready to have your children and all this stuff. Um, I don't have my own children, which I'm not sad about. So don't don't be like, oh, it's not that I can't have them. I've made conscious decisions uh, up until now to not just have children because I've I've been so focused on making sure that I worked through things that I'd already done dealt with and experienced in my life. And I wanted to experience the fullness of what I have to offer to myself. And I also have a plethora of nieces and nephews and cousins and family. So I've always had people around me. And there's a sense of just wanting to be with me just wanting to uh, go home and have to nurture and stay and put myself in safety. And so I've always been intentional about that and making sure that I could sustain a lifestyle for myself and children just wasn't something I wanted to do alone. It wasn't something I felt I I felt was in my journey. But my fiance does have children. And so that is a whole nother episode for a whole nother day. But it is about you know, blending in lives. It's very, it's very, uh, it can be very difficult, but it is definitely something that you're going to need God in and you're going to want God in and you're wanting to make sure that you're aligned so that whatever it is you're building and wherever it is you are in life, you have that foundation set because there has to be communication. There has to be boundaries. There has to be respect. There has to be unity. Otherwise it won't work, especially when you have one party who doesn't have children. It's not like we're blending both sets of kids together. It's one party who is taking on um, what is already pre-made. Um, and so the, the the ins and outs and circumstances of that, in addition to distance because of the military, um, those are things that I always, I, especially being in this relationship, I had to take in account. I had to think about it all in the fullness of that. And so I wasn't really thinking about a house yet, you know, but I knew last year it was time. And and if you listen to the previous episodes, I definitely speak about that. I knew that it was time, but I did not. I was okay. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm comfortable. I don't need to rock the boat too much. I'll just stay. I'll just wait. I'll just wait. And, you know, I'm learning that God the way God has to deal with me is he has to push me. Um, I will get the nudge. I'll hear the nudge. And sometimes I'll act on it first, but most times I don't. Most times I am waiting on God to be like, go. And he knows that if I get just a little sign that I could possibly stay a little longer, I will. That be it in relationships, that be it at careers, that be it friends, that be it at home. You know, so I have moved now um, in the last two years more than I've moved in my entire adult life. (laughs) Um, That's a bit of a stretch, but in all of my 30s, for sure, in the last decade, I've moved in the last two years more than I moved in the last decade. But each time has been an upgrade. Um, 
I went from a small one bedroom, which I was fine with. It was home. It felt like home. I had family. I had pe- friendships that I'd built and nurtured and protected and savored in those home in that home. There's some great experiences in the in that in that place. You know, the walls could talk. You know, but then after eight years there, a uh, tragedy unfortunately struck with my neighbor and then I was relocated to a larger the largest in the whole complex which I was okay with I wanted to make sure I had things that were in place that definitely uh, implemented and included both myself and my partner so he went from you know not having a say basically at all to a place that was solely mine to a place that was a beginning of a merging of a merging of us being in a place together um that move was tiring as well it was tiring I was it was totally unexpected much like this one was not expecting to get noti- notified in July that I would not be renewing um but I didn't get angry I didn't get upset at that time I knew God is doing this because there's no other reason. There's no other reason why I shouldn't be renewing. There's no, it's just my time has come. And this is the last thing in my life that God is saying he has to remove for me to actually have a new beginning and fresh start because I'd already had so many fresh starts throughout this year. Fresh starts being a promotion at a at a career that I absolutely love now. The dental industry, but most importantly, I love my team. I love my um, leadership. I love what the company stands for as a whole. I just love where I am. And I I thrive in places where I love, you know, and I'm putting my whole self involved in it. It is tiring. It is challenging at times, especially managing other people and managing their emotions and their life and the type of leader I am. Um, it, it, it can get exhausting, um, understanding that there needs to be a balance, but I get so much fulfillment. It has helped me heal in so many areas of my own life. So I love what I do. So getting that promotion in January, I I found as I was moving a paper, I'd wrote down, you know, that the promotion was mine and I put a certain amount that I wanted and the details to the T I received just three days, three to seven days after I got confirmation that it was mine. And I didn't even want to jump and leap into that, but it was an opportunity that, you know, my fiance did, you know, pour into me and tell me I deserve it. I need to go after it's okay. Like it's mine. And I did, I took it, I got it. And I'm very grateful that I did so many changes, so many shifts, so many opportunities have come because of that. February, I got engaged. Surprisingly, I was not expecting that it was a surprise party for surprise 40th birthday party for my then boyfriend significant other and then um, he shocked me and proposed to me in front of his family and uh, friends which was totally uh, mind-blowing but then March April May we started going through our own little things you know when you begin much like when we got back together in in 2021 there was a lot of things that came out that needed to come out because you can't start new and afresh with secrets. You can't start new and afresh with things that are not really exposed and shared and discussed and actually addressed. And so much like that, 
um, there was some clearing out that needed to happen. And there were some things that needed to and that were very close for me to walk away. Um, but here we are, we're making it through all of that. We have, um, yeah, we've, it's been a a journey for sure, but we've made it through. We're making it through that. I'm not going to say we're at the, the precipice of a whole new clearing out. No, because there's still things that we do as a couple, as a relationship, there are things that you have to work on. There are things you have to be able to communicate about and, and, and really dig deep in. And we're doing much better. We're doing really great at it, actually. Um, very impressed with the fact that we've withstood this, um, this, this, this duration of the distance. Um, a deployment that was only going to be six months has extended to 11 months. So, um, a pushback of a, uh, going delays with my passport. I got that under control. So a lot of different things were happening. And then July comes in, boom, shakalaka, you're not going to renew. Why am I not going to renew? There was no clear answer only to me for me to just continue to push through. It didn't even matter. It didn't even matter the why, because I knew that I was, I didn't do anything wrong. I knew that I didn't deserve that. So I pushed through, I pushed through, I pushed through. And I reached out to my realtor friend who I already was in talks with the year before. And I look on the site, I see this city. And when I tell y'all, I was not expect, I never heard, never heard of Venus. Never, you know, and it's been here a long time. And it's a really beautiful community of family, right? And it's what I had been wanting. It's what I knew I needed internally. It felt quiet. It felt safe. I needed somewhere to feel, you know, home for myself. And so what I did was, look, I went and looked at homes and got into the movement. Okay, I did a fast. As you guys know, I spoke about it on the previous episode. I did a fast. I did a fast. I asked you guys to join with me for 30 days. You guys did. You showed out. We wrote down what it is we were believing for, what it is we were asking for, what it is we believe God was going to do for us. And we stepped out of our comfort zone, whether that be going into different churches. I did uh, me committing to sharing my daily devotion with you guys every single day. I still do that now. Um, writing down exactly what I was believing God for be it my in my relationship, be it in my home, be it in my career, be it in my health, all of that. And when I tell you that every day I committed to that for that 30 days, really still on that path, but 30 to 45 days of commitment, I did not, I was not, not one day speaking against what I knew, even though the very home I walked in, which is the home I'm sitting in now, but the home that I walked in, after looking at many others, um, I knew was mine. And even though that home got off the market and then it came back on the market at a reduced price after someone else was going to purchase it, right? It was my home. I knew it was my home. There was no other option. And my realtor at the time, because there were some hiccups and she's like, okay, but where do you want to go? What do you want to like? No, like that's my home. I have no other where there's nowhere else I want to go. 
There's nowhere else I want to be. There's nowhere else I felt was for me. That home was it when I walked in the door. And when I tell you guys it came back on the market and I applied to it, everything went great. And then here is my apartment lady uh, with her bitterness. And I speak about it in a previous episode. I was completely shocked and it forced me. It's when God forces you to, to face what you had been avoiding. And I'd been avoiding, not necessarily intentionally, but I just didn't want to spend any energy trying to divulge why or get to the why this person was being so vindictive toward me. I didn't care about it. But this forced me to when it's preventing me from moving forward to where I knew God wanted me to be. I couldn't not fight for myself. I couldn't not advocate for myself. And I'm saying all of that to say sometimes you have to advocate for yourself in a way that you would not prefer to because you just don't want the conflict. And I'm naturally a person who don't care about the conflict if I know that it's warranted. But at times you really don't want to deal with that. You don't want to go through that. You just rather roll up your sleeves and do what you need to do. Right. So that's exactly what I did. But this time I was like, no, I have to. And I went all the way up. I go into the office. I speak to a young lady I'd never even seen in the office because I'd never been in the office before. Uh, I mean, I've been in the office before, but I hadn't been in the office since she'd been there because she's been there just like a month or so. But just so happened the same issue I was having other people were having and she gave me the information to the district manager but I'd already gone to send email to all of the corporate I already had gone to Better Business Bureau I'd already sent all of my proof all of my emails all of my correspondence all of my pictures everything that I'd been dealing with since they'd taken over since the management taken over two years so I kept all of my receipts because of the interactions I've always had with this particular person who is very just a nasty, nasty, immature young person who doesn't understand people, doesn't understand business, does not have that in her. And um, life will teach her that, right? But that is not my, that was not my journey in my path at that time. However, I say all of that to say that While I'm fighting for this, God put someone in my life who works in that complex, who actually had a lot of leeway in pushing my advocacy for self forward. That is when God puts somebody puts something in your path and has you aligned to where you're supposed to go and you're in alignment with with where God is having you to go. God will put any obstacle that's in your place in your way. God will put people in your journey that will help you propel you forward and it wasn't because I didn't have enough of the access or resources to get it done it was because sometimes you have to advocate for yourself but you advocating for yourself is bringing awareness to things that other people may need may need assistance with may need someone to advocate for them so me advocating and standing up for myself also helped those who didn't have that voice those who didn't want to go with the conflict those who didn't have the proof or the receipts but my case was so strong that it helped and God not even not even because I had all the receipts and the proof and all of that not even that it was the fact that God had put somebody in my path who had the compassion, the empathy, the understanding and the business awareness and people awareness enough to understand that 
the right thing is always the best thing to do. And so this person stood in the gap. This person went out of their way to rectify a situation that was wrongly done, that was sloppily and really unwarranted, but it really made my life incredibly it it made me it made me realize that not only was this all God, but I was aligned with God. And because I'm aligned with God, it helped me to feel comfort in the discomfort that I was experiencing, even when emotionally I felt overwhelmed. I felt stressed out. Because I didn't have anyone to talk to. I didn't call any friends. I did not uh, divulge anything with family. Even though people were blowing my phone up asking for things. People were blowing my phone up wanting me to be a participant in things. Asking me for money. Asking me to, you know, know, it's like people don't care about what you're going through. Even if you tell them that you don't have the capacity for whatever they're saying or wanting at this time, you're needing to focus on you. People are very self-centered and very self-indulgent and they don't really deeply care about what you're dealing with and going through at times. And so during this season of my life of shifting, it also brought me into even more awareness that I just didn't want people around me while I'm going through this transition, because much like the molting process, I needed to feel safe. I needed to feel secured. I needed to feel like I was protected. So I leaned on God. I leaned on myself. I leaned on my fiance. I leaned on just trusting that God was going to put needed to be in my path to help me as I got through this journey that felt like eternity, but it was only a couple weeks, right? But it felt like it was the heaviest thing I I was dealing with. I was like, God, I have to, it's not just about me. I got to make sure that, I mean, and it's, it's, it's injustice, but I I kept getting confirmation that no, justice is going to be served. You're going to be fine. That's your house. Never once did it come to my mind that this wasn't my home. Never once did it come to my mind to second guess what God had told me. Never once did it come to my mind to give up. It just became a lot and heavy. And even with tears in my eyes, even on the phone, uh, exhausted talking to my fiance, which I normally wouldn't do because he is deployed. And I keep a lot of the emotional things away and the stress of it all away because you don't want to burden with more that he can't do much about because he isn't here. But surprisingly, something I hadn't even seen in him in a long time, the uh, the emotional support and awareness and astuteness that I needed, he effortlessly gave um, stepping into the gap doing what was needed to be done on the end of me being supported emotionally and mentally um, pouring back into me so that I didn't give up so that I didn't say, you know, or get angry or allow my emotions to just cause me to just walk away from it all. It was that support. So I, 
it even more so solidified for me in despite of going through, I'm still dealing with work, right? I'm still dealing with the things that are happening at, at work and the transitions and changes that are being that are impacting my team, all of the things I'm dealing with it all, but I'm dealing with it by myself, right? So it's that journey of knowing that even in the midst of a tunnel that you can't see the light in, you're trying to make things happen. You're trying to gain some clarity. You're trying to get some understanding. You're trying to stay on your belief. I every day listen to only Ty Trippett. Okay, I listen to the same four songs. And that's for like three months. That's been the only thing on my playlist. Um, because it poured into me in a way that I needed that 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 amp that that amped upness, right? That uh, solidifying that it's all going to be all good. You know, it's all going to be all good. So I'm saying all of that to say to you on this journey in this in this uh, way of us navigating through life and navigating through our shifts and our transitions, it gets very deep and it gets uncomfortable and it gets to being a lot at times, especially when you have so many people involved. But this is one thing I want you to know that all your battles will be fought. Any wrong that's being done to you, anything that anyone is attempting to uh, aim your way that is causing any type of destruction or in hopes to discourage you will be handled. It isn't for you to handle. You don't have to handle until God says go. You don't have to do anything until God says move. There's nothing for you to do because it is handled and he'll position you exactly where you're needing to be so that you aim clear, right? There's no missed shots when he positions you. So this is something that's so important to know that you are walking in the lane that you're supposed to be. And if anything comes in your way that distracts, disturbs, or causes any kind of discord, it will be handled. It will be uh, uprooted and you will have justice served in your favor. You just have to make sure that you're in alignment. Don't be caught in the crossfire because you're in the wrong space and you're not where you're supposed to be and you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing and you're not really invested in that connection and that relationship with God. Like you have to allow yourself to be invested in what you claim to believe in. Because if you're not, then confusion is ultimately what you're going to reap. And this is where it's, you got to get real serious about your path. You got to get real serious about what's for you. You got to get real serious about how serious God is in your life and what you speak comes to pass. You have to know that words matter. Your spirit matters. How you arm yourself when you step outside your door and what you pour into others. Even if you don't see it manifesting in your own life yet, that doesn't mean that it won't. Right? It doesn't mean that it's not happening. It sometimes is a test of your obedience, of your stamina, of your diligence, of your will to Right. If you know that God has his hand on your life and you know that where God is wanting you to go is so much greater than you could go on your own, then this is where you have to get real serious about what you where you are and what you're doing. Right. Even if your flesh is telling you, you know what, I really just want to really go off right now. I really just want to get these people what they asking for. Is it worth the risk that you'll be taking as savaging or sabotaging everything that you've worked so hard for this far? 
You can never strong arm somebody into doing what you want them to do and hope that it actually succeeds. If it ain't meant for you, it won't be. If it's not where you're supposed to be, you won't be there. This is about you really, really, really getting real and and being invested in what that looks like and being invested in the truth of what that feels like. When people say things like, oh, feelings aren't real. That's the biggest lie because it was my feelings that got me here. It was that innate feeling that this is my home that got me here. It was that innate feeling that I am in the right place at the right time. This is where I'm supposed to be. Not saying that there wouldn't be any issues that popped up there. Not saying that I wouldn't feel overwhelmed or discouraged at times. But I never gave up because God had positioned people. Very few. My spiritual mother, my fiance, my good knees that stayed in prayer. And myself with him and then positioned me with people who were in the business of seeing what I was advocating for through. This is my realtor. My realtor didn't have to really do much. All she was was the connector. She was just the connector. It was me that found the house. It was me that found the city. This is only her second place leasing in this city. Right. She never leased or or sold a home in this city. Right. It was me that saw it. It was me that felt it. It was me that went and wanted to look at everyone that I could see because I knew that this was where I was supposed to be. Now. Does that sound crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Sound pretty crazy. Sound pretty crazy, especially if anyone knows me, you know, that sound crazy because what moving to a small town who Brandy never baby, please, you know, no, I'm a, I'm I'm from the big city. I've been in the big city all my life. However, I and I have family. I've land that is in a very small cities in 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 country parts of the state. However, I never want to live there. Okay, that ain't for me. The people, the mind frame, all of that. But having a city that is small, but it's diverse. It is uh influential. It is up and coming. It is family oriented. It feels safe. Right. Not perfect, but it feels safe. That's that was for me. That was for me. And so I knew that's what I wanted before I even found the place and then finding a place that put me in the right place. So I just say all of that to say you have to believe in what you know is right for you and you have to believe that if it if you feel it in your soul and you feel it in your spirit that's where you're supposed to be you can't give up on that you cannot give up on that and I am a testament of that I said that the word for this year was redemption I meant that I meant that and I'm already feeling like the word for 2024 spring uh, and beyond will be replenishment, right? I, I don't know what's with me in these R's, but for the last three years, it's been R's. And every single word has been about the foundation, right? Pouring back into, but it's been unraveling. This is this is redemption year, right? Jordan year. This is game six. This is getting what's yours. Letting go of what's not walking away. Right. Being able to reach your pinnacle in a space and start new. My move was not bittersweet for me. It did not make me sad to leave. It did not make me uncomfortable. I didn't have a grieving moment because 
I, I believe now that that just wasn't where I was supposed to be. That's why I could never get comfortable. That's why I could never really get settled because it was only a place during my transition. Right. My fiance had only been there for maybe four, five times, and I'm being very generous with that amount. There was no real love made in that home. There was no real family things being done in at home. There wasn't a lot of what I like in a in a space. It wasn't like where I'd moved from, right? That place was filled with love and memories and all kind of yumminess and some, you know, not so yummy times, but it was so rich in ingredients. And that wasn't where I moved, just moved from. It wasn't there. But here I feel it. I feel it. And so I'm saying all of that to you guys to say that whatever it is in your life that is cautioning you to lean deeper in God, whether that be in your relationships, whether that be in trying to trust that what you're building towards and what you're asking for and what you've been you know, hoping comes to pass, you first need to make sure you're in alignment with what you're asking for. Fasting is the thing. Praying is the thing. Working towards that is the thing. Moving is not cheap. It is taxing financially. It is taxing mentally. It is taxing in every way you can think. But one of the most important things is knowing that If God put it in you and it's what you're supposed to be doing, it always has a connecting source to it that's going to continue to give it life. So you cannot feel like, I don't know, I went from a smallest one bedroom to the largest one bedroom to now a four bedroom home with a full yard, full front yard full responsibilities and upkeep too but it's brand new home no one's ever lived here but me I'm the first person to make this a home I'm the we're the, we're going to be the first couple that build something here in our star home right that's what it's about and that's what we need to 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 stay mindful of this is about unifying unification upkeep developing core responsibilities are you building or are you bullshitting as I've always said to you guys what are you doing this is the year of redemption but there if if there's nothing to redeem what are you doing and redemption isn't just taking what's yours sometimes it's righting your wrongs if you're if you're confused on what I mean by redemption, please listen to the first episode of this year um, where I speak about redemption in, in detail about what that signifies. And I speak about what we're going back after what we're doing. We're retracing our steps. There were some jewels left behind. There are some rights you're needing to wrong or there's some you know, some things that are needing a shift within you, but also most importantly, they're needing a shift within your life because otherwise you will not survive. You will not have the life you're really deserving to have. There are some changes you needed to make within this year that are going to be a necessity for the foundation that's being built next year. So please trust and believe that there's a reason for all of this. There's a reason 
for it all. Okay. So currently, you know, wherever you may be in your life, you're working very hard at something. But I feel as though whatever we're working hard on, we're doing it in silence. You're going to need to. Because not everybody can be invested. Not everybody has the, the eyesight. Not everybody has the heart. Not everyone has the understanding to know where you are and where you're headed and where you've been. This is a very personal thing. It's very personal because it's taken a lot out of you. Most importantly, it's taken a lot of diligence. It's taken a lot of peace. It's taken a lot of sacrifice. It's taken a lot of tears. It's taken a lot of effort, reflection redirection but the most beautiful part about it is is you are going to realize that you're not doing this alone help comes in the most unforeseen ways but you also get to see why all of the work and all of the things that you've had to endure and all of the things that you've had to challenge yourself and been challenged with made this moment that much greater the success that you're receiving, the favor you're receiving, the hope and the um, the acknowledgement that you're receiving is because of your obedience. So expect good things. Yes, the world is in turmoil. Yes, a lot of things are occurring, but all of these things are needing to happen so that the foundations can be reset. But every battle isn't yours. So choose to be choose to walk away from things that cause you to second guess the blessings and the life that God has put you in in the midst of. Not everything is your war to fight. Not everything is your battle to fight. Not everything is something you need to know about. Not everything do you need to be fully invested in. No. Some things are solely for you and that's what you have to focus on recommitting yourself to the transformation recommitting yourself to the journey whatever is being washed away whatever is being uh, shifted whatever is being redirected is so something new can be birthed and whatever that is is for your highest good and it is for God's glory so you're understanding that you're committing to something soulfully first when you're doing that It gives you hope. It gives you a sense of healing. It gives you a sense of recovery. It gives you a sense of gentleness that you've been needing. That favor, that honesty. It's what you're needing. In so many ways. Right? So expect good news. Expect good news surrounding whatever it is you've been working on. Expect good news surrounding whatever it is you've been believing God for. Expect good news for whatever it is that you have been fully investing in. Expect good news. Expect the favor, expect the clarification, expect unity, expect peace, expect those things and walk, talk and breathe like, you know, it's happening. Because it is. It is. 
Pay attention to your dreams. Pay attention to the people that are connected to you. Pay attention to the things that you engage in. I've been very intentional on not watching things, not um, joining in on conversations that are not in my highest vibration. Notice I said in my highest vibration because other people that may be their vibration. But I don't want to talk mediocre. I don't want to talk about drama. I don't want to talk about gossip. I don't want to talk about uh, spec- speculation on something that ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm on a specific path. And when you're on a specific path, you have to move specifically in ways that invest in the betterment of that and pour into the betterment of that. Anything that doesn't, you don't have the time to indulge in. You want a a happy relationship. You want to be um, in a space where you feel supported. You feel loved. You feel cared for. You feel, you know, uh, romanticized. Then you need to be in a position to receive and give that. Stop allowing yourself to be distracted by things that are not for your highest good. And if you don't know what your highest good is, that's when you really need to get into good with God. You really need to invest in God. You really need to be deeply rooted in what you know God is having you do and having you be a part of because it is definitely a part of the journey overall. Be open to the change. Be open to the shifts. Don't restrict yourself. But make sure that you're not attaching yourself to things that really bring out the worst in view or just don't help propel you forward. This past weekend was my 20th anniversary um, from being out of high school. And I didn't even get to go to the reunion because I was moving. I didn't even I completely was oblivious to the dates of it because I was so I've been so engulfed and so deeply intertwined in this shifting that's happening in my life. But one of my old, old friends reached out to me because I was the only person he could think about. We had a really good friendship in school. We were really, really dope. But anyway, um, that just goes to remind you, like sometimes you're just on a path that you don't even, you're not able to, to, to be distracted from and God will isolate you on purpose for those very reasons. So my hope for you is to really allow yourself to allow God to do what God is going to do, but most importantly, be open to it and follow course because I am a testament that whatever is in your heart, whatever it is that he has you invested in, it is going to come to pass. But you just have to know that, trust that, believe that and hold on to that irregardless to what it looks like and feels like in the moment. It's going to work out for you. I promise you, it always does. It always does. So trust that and know. And also, most importantly, don't give up on what that looks like. Okay, I love you guys so very much. And I'm so grateful for you all. I hope that whatever it is that you're believing for, whatever it is that you're hoping for, whatever it is that you are trusting that God brings to fruition for you, that you're just as committed to doing your part as you are in believing that he's going to do his. Okay. I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys. Until our next daily dose um, of energy slash daily devotion, please be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with others. Continue to focus on you and know that miracles happen every single moment of life. And as much 
as much life as you have in you. That's that's not even a a five percent of the miracles that can take place in the short, short, short time frame. God is redirecting our paths and we're going into a place where it is about the future. It is about fruition. It is about deeply being invested. It is about recommitting. It is about solidifying our foundations in a way that we had not done before. And it is about newness, brand newness. Please believe in that. Please don't give up. Please have high hopes for yourself. But most importantly, have high hopes for what God can do for you. I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Until our next episode. Bye.